you have no idea how nervous I am. And I've never did a long share before. And um, this is a 12 step for me. I hope that in some small, you know, in some small way, I can give back a, a tiny fraction of what I've been given in this program. I've truly, 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 my life's been transformed by working the 12 steps. And I am so grateful. And um, I had this beautiful analogy of myself that I used to be, uh, I used to be a huge, huge block of marble, you know, rigid, unbending, strong, wouldn't let anybody in, you know, and, and, and I'm being sculpted into this beautiful statue. <laughs> it embarrasses me to even say that, but I'm, I, you know, I have a desire to share beauty with the world and love and light and, um, and I'm be, uh, and I'm becoming the person that I want to be. I'm, I'm finally at my age becoming the person I've always wanted to be. Um, so how did I come to OA? Well, I'm, I'll start my story kind of in the middle. I was going to start talking about my past and um, how I became a compulsive overeater. Um, but those events that I used to say happened to me, um, I like to say now they happened. They didn't, you know, the, the damage was in, in the coping mechanisms that I developed as a result of events. And there were... Um, you know, so I, I don't dwell on that as much anymore. It, it was important to visit that, but I, I like focusing on today. Um, so go back about three years ago, I was truly at the end of my rope. You know, I had been um, 60 years of yo-yo dieting. I probably started the, my first diet when I was about 13 years old. I had tried everything. I had tried these diet chocolates. I tried um, Atkins. I tried Weight Watchers several times. I joined Tops. I um, did cabbage soup diets. I did honey oil vinegar diets. The worst part was the insanity that came with all that. There was no peace of mind. I constantly berated myself. I loathed myself because I was never successful. Uh, you know, my, the diets would be as successful as long as my willpower held up. And um, as soon as my willpower gave out, the diet went, the diet went sideways. I'd go off the wagon and gain extra weight. So I started dieting at probably 125 pounds. My top weight got to 200 and I'm getting close to goal weight now. I'm, I'm really happy to say, but when I did come to overeaters, I wasn't at my top weight because I had done you know in the recent past a commercial diet so anyhow um my life was completely unmanageable and it was unmanageable in other ways too um along with the um I was doubly um you could say doubly afflicted or doubly blessed I also was a, a codependent none of my relationships were working out and and I was just at the end of my rope with that too. It didn't matter what I tried, things backfired on me. I would, I would, I thought my intentions were good and it would backfire on me. Um, so about three years ago, I, I just, I was riddled with anxiety. I, I could barely get through my days. I had suffered depression, you know, off and on for most of my life. Um, 
And I had tried, and, and just like my diets, I had tried many things to fix my head. I had tried several counselors. I had gone to different retreats. I had read every kind of self-help book that came my way. I, I tried things. Um, and, and a couple of things that I tried early, early on, so I'm going to say about 25 years ago, is um, one of my counselors directed me to adult children of alcoholics. And I went there and somehow I didn't stay. And then I ended up at Overeaters Anonymous and I didn't stay there either. And the reasons I didn't stay there back then was because there was no way, no way I was going to rely on a higher power. And it's not that I didn't believe in God. I guess I did believe in God, but he was the one that had let all that stuff happen. I wasn't going to trust him. I wasn't going to trust anybody. I could take care of myself. Um, and um, and then the fourth step, there was no way I was going to share my past with people. I, I had no trust. I had no trust. I had no trust in a higher power. I had no trust in other people. And um, so I left the programs. So now, at the end of my sorry, road. I missed that. Oh, Can sorry. Sir, sir, he's talking to me. Um, so three years ago, at the end of my rope, I tried a counselor again via Zoom because now it's in COVID. And um, she listened to me. And at the end of the first session with her, she said, Jackie, you need to go to Codependence Anonymous. And um, she says, find a meeting online, go to a couple meetings, and then come back and see me again. So that's what I did. And that's been the start of my journey. Um, it was easy for me to admit that I was powerless because I had tried everything. So step one was easy. And um, came to believe higher and a higher power greater than myself. Well, I did believe, but what I had to do was change how I believed that. So with the help of the steps and people in these rooms, I wrote a want ad. And I acted as if, and I created a God that I could trust. And I created a God that I needed, not one that was going to punish me if I made a mistake, not one that was going to send me to hell. You know, um, I created a loving, accepting God. And, um, and anyhow, as I started working the steps in Codependence Anonymous and being honest and truthful and really digging, really digging to the root of all of my problems. Of course, you know, feelings came up and it's been a pattern my whole life that I couldn't face the feelings. So I started eating again. And like I said, I just come off of a commercial diet. So I was pretty low in my my weight yo-yo. Um, but I probably put on about 20 pounds at the beginning of COVID and CODA um, and found myself saying, OK, I got to get back on a diet. and Thank God I knew that another diet was not my answer. And I was getting sick. I was having success. I was being enlightened in CODA. So I, at that day, I went, okay, if there's Zoom CODA meetings, there's got to be Zoom OA meetings. And I went on and I found a Skivvy meeting because that was the meeting that was on that night at seven o'clock. And, um, and I'm so very grateful. I've been coming ever since. And, um, so I just want to really talk about you don't know what you don't know. And I, 
I had to become willing to do things differently. Every step of the way, I've got these all these little sticky notes here on my computer screen. And when I thought I knew the answer and thought I knew the way, I had to remind myself that I had been trying my way for many years and I didn't know the way. And so I became willing. I became willing. I became open. And I, a lot of times I had to act as if, okay, just, just go with this for now, Jackie. And if it doesn't work out, you can take it back. Um, even handing my will over to the care of God, I had to give over little things. And I had to envision a basket. And I would put it in the basket. And, and if God, if you want to take it, that's great. But if I don't like what he does with it, I'm going to take it back out of the basket. I had to have like this little temporary thing. And I have to say that, um, you know, anything that I've handed over to God, I've been given back way, way more than I ever expected. Um, I'd, I'd like to, how is my time? I'm um, five minutes left I'd like uh, for 15 minutes. I'd like to really talk quickly about how I work the steps. And I loved the, for today reading because everybody, it's like an affirmation to me, because I've been so stressed out about this talk, because I thought, what if I say something that's not correct? What if I interpret a step that's not the right way? And at that after that for today reading affirmed that we all work our steps our own way. And though I did work them sequentially, um, I'm going back all the time and really understanding what a step means. So I'm always reworking them as, as, as a situation unfolds. More, more things are being revealed to me all the time. And um, I go, wow, or something will come up and I'll say, oh, I got to go back to step one. I got to realize I'm powerless over food. Or I, it just evolves naturally now. Um, and I have trust in the process. So like, wow, like I don't have anxiety anymore because I hand it over, you know, I try to get to the bottom of the issue as quickly as I can. What is really the, the feeling there? Is it fear? Is it worry? Is it regret? Is it? And then I go into action. I go into the step that I need to do to rectify that, you know. Um, so made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. In the beginning, I was afraid. I, I was afraid. I had such trust issues with God. I thought this is going to sound funny, but that's an example of how absurd my thinking was. I was afraid God would want me to become a nun. I don't know where I ever got that from. But I was. I thought, what if God's message to me is become a nun? I don't want to become a nun. That's ridiculous. God, my God, wants me to be the best version of myself. My God you know, wants me to be me. And um, yeah, you know, I, I'm trusting God more and more all the time. And um, he's directed me more and more. I'll talk about that later too, but more and more to love and forgiveness all the time. Um, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of myself. Like I used to joke that I would never do that because if I found a person to share my inventory with, well, then I'd have to kill them because I didn't want people to know. I didn't want people to know. And once I finally found the courage to do that, because again, I had to become willing. I, um, and I shared it with my sponsor in, in, in CODA, the, my first fourth step. And at the end of sharing all my uglies, you know, things that I kept secret for so long. Oh gosh, I could still cry. She says, Jackie, I see you. 
and I love you. You have no idea. I had no idea how long I had waited for that, that somebody that knew the truth and could love me in this, it still moves me to this day. And that's the first experience I've had of God's grace. And I've had several since. I've had several since. And, um, you know, um, so then um, another thing that was really transforming for me is when I was going to give away my character defects because I had developed all these coping mechanisms. And um, I had decided I was going to do a ceremony and I was going to write all my character defects on stones and I was going to go and hurl them into the river and thank God be be rid of all of your character defects, you know, and and my um, sponsor told me, whoa, 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 Jackie, you need to you need to have a little bit of humility here. And I said, well, what do you mean humility? You know, I want to be a better person and yada, yada. And she said, you need to be thankful for all of those character defects. They're what helped you survive. They're what helped you. And I, I you know, and she didn't even have to tell me that. I, I, I realized that, yes, you know, maybe God had been there all along. And I developed those, those coping mechanisms as a way to make sense of a, of a crazy world, you know, to protect myself. And that was all I knew at the time. And when I truly worked that step and on, I was truly humble and grateful for those character defects that were no longer working for me, but I could embrace the other side of them. You know, that was a huge step in accepting myself. And all of my relationships suffered, not just my relationships with others, but I had no relationship with myself. I had no compassion for myself. I had no idea who I really was. I didn't know why I kept ending up in these situations. I, you know, I just... And today, you know, through my relationship with my higher power, I have a way better relationship with myself. And I don't need food to cope with my feelings anymore. I've got steps to cope with my feelings. Um, it's kind of sad because I'm not enough to say, it looks like. Um, so I'm just about at 15 minutes. Um, you know, you have 20 minutes if you oh, want. Jackie. Well, thank you. Thank you, Lance. Um, you know, today I'm working a 12th step. Today I'm working a 12th step. I'm, um, you know, trying to spread the message and, and offer encouragement. Um, one of the other things I want to say is um, a couple of things that I want to say, like accepting the accepting a situation as it is is the most powerful thing like you know it, it moves me out of the problem <coughs> solution so um part of the hardest you know once I gave up the food and started really de dealing with the feelings like it's it's amazing what can happen um I, I wanted somehow to to say that one of the most profound things that I did and to show the transformation of not trusting God at all, not trusting God at all, was handing my kids over to God. Because 
I have two adult children and um, I love them more than anything in the world. And, and we didn't have healthy relationships because I was always trying to be involved or be the hero or make up for past mistakes or, and, and I had to realize that they're adults. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I can't even put it into words, but once I ha handed them over to the care of God, I realized that the, I allowed them the dignity to be who they were, but it transformed my relationships. It transformed my relationships from being painful to being loving. And I guess my point about that is when I let go and I let God, I'm given back so much more than I ever expected. You, I didn't even know what hope was. I didn't even know what was on the other side of all of these things. I had to take a leap. And I remember taking, knowing that I had to take a leap and being so afraid because I didn't know what was going to be on, this, on the other side. I didn't know where I was going to land. I was so full of fear. And um, every time I've taken that leap of faith and every time I've taken that step and faced what I, what I, you know, was trying so hard to run from. Um, I was given back way more than I, I even could imagine, way more than I could even imagine. And um, I, I'm, I am full of hope today. There was a point in my program where I had a discussion with my sponsor that what is hope? Like, I've been learning for, you know, three years not to have expectations. What is hope if you can't have expectations? Well, I know what hope is today. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just really happy. So, oh, you know, I, yeah, I hope I, I hope I never leave the rooms again. You know, I can't imagine abandoning the 12 steps as a way of life. I, I really truly can't. Um, my abstinence is a gift that I receive every day. And I understand that. And I have to stay humble. I can't take it for granted but I can't imagine my life without the 12 steps, you know? And um, yeah, that I'll end it on that note. And I just want to express gratitude to everybody who um, does service and, and um, makes these meetings happen. Thank you.